My name is Becky Schnexer, and you're listening to the Expedition Schnexer Podcast. Hey guys, I wanted to dedicate this episode of Expedition Schnexer to my upcoming expedition to Galapagos. It actually takes place 10 days from now. I absolutely cannot believe it. Um, And it's through a partnership between Lindblad Expeditions and National Geographic Society. It's called the Grosvenor Teacher Fellow Program. Um, About this time last year, I was applying for this opportunity. And I have to tell you, I, I didn't think that there was any way that I would be selected for this fellowship, but I threw my name in the hat. The application process is, it's rather intense. There are essays involved. There's a video um, component to it where you are talking about yourself, but with a very limited amount of time. Um, Your essays are intense. They are amazing. The, The topics they ask you to write about are, are extremely important to the world of education and to being an educator Um, but it's you know it wasn't easy but it absolutely was worth it Um, it was intense and like I said before I had no no preconceived notion that I would even be considered or selected for the fellowship program but surprise spoiler alert I was chosen but it all started about a year ago Um, in order to apply for the Grosvenor teacher fellowship you have to be a National Geographic certified teacher which again is not I'm not even going to attempt to tell you it's an easy thing to do but it's absolutely worth it you learn all about the National Geographic education framework which is an amazing setup that they have Uh, their philosophy of education is is amazing and it was a great opportunity to learn to improve myself as a teacher and, and go through that process the final part of National Geographic teacher certification is a capstone video about um some work that you do in your classroom. I suggest anyone, any educator or informal educator, anyone involved in the world of education to go ahead and get National Geographic certified and then throw your name in the hat for the Grosvenor Teacher Fellowship. It has already changed my life significantly as an educator and and as a human being. I'm just going to be honest and I haven't even been on expedition yet. It's it's really one of these once in a lifetime amazing opportunities and I can't wait to be on expedition in 10 days. I am being sent to Galapagos along with another teacher from Canada, Samra Zaweldi. I I couldn't even ask for a better expedition partner. Um, She's amazing. I met her back in March. All of the Grosvenor Teacher Fellows, there's 40 of us, uh, came to Washington, D.C. for our official training, and, and we learned all kinds of amazing things about National Geographic Society, the history, um, the future, where we're going, um, the, the history of this fellowship program, and some great storytelling and science-telling techniques, photography, videography, how to effectively communicate what you are doing in the classroom and communicate with with colleagues, communicate with students, and kind of take a different approach to education. So all in all, just an amazing opportunity. But with each passing day, now that we're into the 10 day until embarkation, I am just, it's becoming real. And not that it hasn't been real this whole time. I found out 
in January or February of 2018, so earlier this year, that I was selected as a teacher fellow, but for a little while, a, a few months, I wasn't able to publicly talk about it until the press release came out from National Geographic Society and Lindblad Expeditions. Um, but ever since finding out that I was selected, it's been surreal, it's been amazing, and like I keep saying over and over, now that we're in the home stretch of, of jumping on on board of the National Geographic Endeavor 2 to head to Galapagos, it is just overwhelming that it's actually happening. So in the last few weeks, I've been preparing my students to follow my expedition. There's a blog on Open Explorer for National Geographic Society that uh, Samra and I are keeping right now and will keep throughout the expedition and afterwards and preparing my students my second graders have a global studies focus of South America which is perfect because of course Galapagos is in South America my expedition over the summer to the Amazon rainforest is also in South America so my second graders in particular are really reaping the benefits of everything that I'm learning and bringing back to the classroom firsthand all my other students of course are reaping benefits but the South America and biodiversity focus that I've really taken with my recent expeditions, my second graders are just eating it up and they are so incredibly excited for my expedition. Um, this past week in particular, we started looking at ornithology in Galapagos. So looking at, and of course, so I teach a lot of students and anytime you have to teach about birds from Galapagos, you have to mentally prepare yourself for your students' reaction to the blue-footed, red-footed, and masked boobies. Because, I mean, even, I'm 35, and even talking about this with people my age or older or slightly younger, the minute you say boobies, you, you know, you gotta give it a second because the giggles, the laughter, the jokes are just inevitable. But with second graders, they're about seven and eight years old, as soon they may have not been listening to anything I said the entire day but as soon as I say booby they are all hands on deck they are they are listening they are giggling they're into it so we get our giggles out and this last week we focused on the red-footed booby we started making models really studying behavior and the sounds that they make while I'm in Galapagos part of the lesson plans for second grade they're going to study more intensely the blue-footed boobies so you're welcome substitute teacher um she also gets to talk about boobies while i'm gone um but blue-footed boobies are her focus and marine iguanas which is um you know you had to balance it out if she's gonna have to talk about boobies she might as well balance it out with marine iguanas which are also amazing um endemic species of galapagos blue-footed boobies are not endemic to galapagos but those marine iguanas are so the last few weeks we took a little vr tour i found some 360 photos of other people on expedition or on vacation in galapagos for my students to kind of preview and as we were walking through galapagos together with this virtual reality tour i told the students that while I'm there, I'm going to be gathering my own footage and making another VR tour for them, but they can see everything that I saw. And I'm sure that they'll, they'll enjoy finding me in the photos. I'm going to scaffold it a little bit. I think some of them I'm going to take where it's clearly visible where I am. And some of them I'm going to try to 
make myself partially hidden so that it's a little bit of a hide and seek. Uh, not only will they enjoy the sights that I saw, but also trying to find where I am in the pictures. I think that'll be super fun. But what I really kind of want to focus on is this idea of professional development. So this is one um, opportunity that I have that, that's extremely unique. I don't know many teachers that have had professional development opportunities where they are thrown into the field to, to study, to be alongside scientists or just anyone in the professional world that's doing on-site work. This is one way that you can get that sort of experience. I am a huge proponent of getting teachers and students into the field and the field into classrooms and laboratories. But I want to encourage you guys to think about it's professional development season. Conferences are starting to ramp up all around the world for all subjects, all disciplines, education. and But conferences aren't the only way to do professional development. They can be extremely helpful. I There's one conference in particular that actually I'm going to at the end of this week that I go to every single year because every single year is slightly different. I learn new things. I meet new people. But there are other ways to gain professional development. Maybe it's a book study, maybe it's online Twitter, maybe it's Voxer, uh, maybe you wanna go into the field. I would love, love to explore this idea more and make it a more widely used avenue of professional development. I think no matter what subject, what level of students you teach, getting into the field, whether it's science-based, whether it's maybe it's history-based, maybe you're going to an archeological dig or a national park, and uh, learning from the experts there. Uh, maybe you're going to a place full of engineers. Maybe you are gonna go hang out at NASA or I don't know, some other big company um, engineering firms that off the top of my head I can't think of, which is probably good. I don't wanna leave anyone out. Um, but getting into the field, getting into the workplace where you are eventually going to be sending your students, where you're preparing them to go after they leave your classroom in a few years, I think it's so incredibly helpful to see that firsthand and see how people are communicating. How are they working in groups? What skills are they using and how can you scale that in your classroom to prepare them? Uh, this fellowship just happens to be fresh in my mind right now, but I'm already thinking of my next steps. What else, where else can I go? What other field experience can I experience, for lack of a better word, to hone my skills, increase my skills, increase my knowledge of the real world so I can scale it for my students because you have to be relevant in your classroom. It has to be real. You have to know what it looks like in the real world in order to prepare your students to scale it down to what, what you can do to best prepare them for the real world. So my friends, my expedition team, I challenge you to think about professional development this year or maybe what you're planning next year or over the summer and think big. Think differently from, from the ways that you have, whether you're a first year teacher, second year, 20th year, uh, 40th year. Um, bless your soul. If that's how long you've been teaching, that's amazing. I hope that 40 years into my career, I'm, I'm still making a difference, whether it's in the classroom, administration, professional development, wherever it is. But think differently about professional development. What could you possibly do that's perhaps slightly different from the opportunities you've had 
so far. I'd also love to hear them. Please share them with me. I'd love to hear them. My Twitter handle is at Schnexer, S-C-H-N-E-K-S-E-R. Um, or feel free to reach out here on my podcast or check out my website, expeditionschnexer.com. expedition team. I am so glad you're here with me. I'm glad that we are teammates on this expedition together. And until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Expedition Schnexer. I hope you tune in next time.